conditions you're not going to hear on mainstream media. Your support makes it possible. Please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Check, check, check. Oh, it works. Okay. You on number four, Xavier? You Can you hear yourself? Can no, you? no, 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 I can't. It might be because I'm low. Welcome. Yep, I can okay. hear myself. Good, good. All right. We There's a lot of turbulence today. No what suggestion is, podcast. There's no suggestion. Improv comedy talk show podcast. <laughs> there's a lot. This is the most turbulent week of my life. <laughs> um, yeah, but we are going to make it through. and we, I guess we're going to talk a little bit about some, some turbulence today. I'm Ralph. <laughs> Xavier. I'm Xavier. I'm, I'm officially the co-host. I, asked, I officially asked Xavier to be the co-host <laughs> of this show today. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The, our guest is clapping. Yeah. <laughs> and our guest is, is it Megan O'Malley? Megan O'Malley. Um, how often do you get Sally O'Malley jokes? You know, I wish I got them more because mm. that was a really great sketch. Yeah. Um, you know, Molly Shannon really did a lot for us as a family. Mm. Brought us together around the holidays because we'd all like kick as uh, high as we could. Wow. <laughs> um, you know the sketch, uh, Xavier? Yeah, I know yeah. Sally. She'd wear like a school school outfit, right? She was this. No, that That's was the Mary old- Kathleen Gallagher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Sally okay. O'Malley was, I'm 50. Fifty years old, and I like to kick, stretch, and kick. And kick, because yeah. I'm fifty. I'm fifty. The great Molly Shannon. Yeah. Um, okay, so you don't get it as much as you as as you'd like. Yes. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I knew until today that you're a, uh, a Long Island uh, gal. Yep. That says that's true. What it's is, on uh, my birth certificate. What is the oh born and raised there? Yeah. What does that come with? What does that entail? Being a Long Island, uh... you know what? I feel like I uh, I'm always apologizing. Okay. At first, I'm like, oh, I'm from Long Island. I'm sorry, but there's nothing to apologize. I mean, we have like we can we, our accent comes off aggressive sometimes, so you have to be like, ah, but no, it's fine. I don't know. It's just the way I talk. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I love y'all. I fucking love everyone, everyone in this AA meeting. I love y'all. Just want you to know. Don't be scared. That's just the way I talk. All right. All right, Harris. Well, uh, we, we appreciate the we appreciate the love. Everyone loves each other Harris in the room. Loves all of y'all. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Think I don't fucking love Terry. Terry? Harris. You look at me. Yeah, I'm looking this at you. This meeting is not gonna be over till you acknowledge how much I fucking love you. I appreciate that, Harris. I I I, I feel like, you know, I, I I, I feel that from you. I feel that coming from you. And I also care about you deeply, too. Or or not so much deeply, but, you know, just for you in life that you go, go through this. That hurt me a little bit, but I'm going to accept what it is you have to give. What you have to offer, I'm going to accept it in this church basement. I'm going to accept it. I may cry tears onto my flannel, but I'm going to accept whatever it is you have to give is, is enough for me. There's no need to hide your tears under your flannel, Harris. It, 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 it's absorbent. It's absorbent. You're running a great fucking meeting. Thank you so much. Cheryl. Com- oh, this, it's my pleasure. You're fucking it, killing it. 
You know what people say? What do you do on a Tuesday? I say have the time of my life. You taking this, you taking this group of fucking grifters and bandicoots and truck drivers and you whipped us into shape. You know what I did? I turned you into people. Wow. Because that's what you are first. People. Ah, I'm not ready for this. I'm tired of people calling me a bandicoot. Ah, ah, Cheryl. You're hitting me with truth bombs. You're hitting her. Slow it down. Can we bump the brakes on the realness for a second? Because I just want to tell you, Cheryl, you're fucking killing it. I fucking love you. Anybody ever messes with you, I'm going to hit him in the head with a tire iron. I will bury them. I will bury them under the Manhattan Bridge. Well, I got a list for you. And it starts with my ex-husband. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. You shouldn't have started him up. He's going to go. Oh, you know me. I just joke. I joke about the murder. Rolling. But I don't, 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 don't do it. Roll don't, don't do the murder. up the sleeves. Harris. Tell me. Huh? Was that just a turn of phrase? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying you rolled up your sleeves, Harris. Uh, uh, if anybody doesn't appreciate Cheryl, they don't appreciate air. All right, I got that out of my system. I think I'm good. Anybody? Can I finish these Cheez-Its? All right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um... Yeah, so so aggressive is the is the uh, is the standard. Yeah, I would I would say so. Now everybody who's still there is going to be like, "What is she talking about? We're not aggressive at all." But it's uh, but to them, I say, "No, no, no, you're not. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine." Yes. Wow, I feel like uh, Long Island is a mysterious uh, realm and place to me. It did you always know you're going to end up coming to the city as an adult? Yeah. When I was a kid, I was always like ready to go into the city and my parents were like, maybe slow down. And I was like, no, 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 I got to go. I got to go live in Times Square. That's (laughs) where I was like, that's it. That's where my life happens. And now that's hysterical. Yeah. You know, because now you're like, I do not want to live in Times Square. But you have a friend that lived in Times Square and you're like, wow, I had to climb through your window to get into your apartment. You do this every day, but it's like right there by all the shows. So they, uh, Mm. it's the theater kids. Yeah. Yeah. You got to love the commitment. I was a, I didn't have a group, but I was living not in Long Island, but deep in Queens, Rosedale, Queens. And uh, when I was like eight and all I could, every time I went into this, I remember one time I went on a field trip into the city with my school group and I could just, all I remember is looking up at the skyscrapers going, I bet I'm going to see (laughs) Spider-Man. I bet spy because that, that's all I, all I wanted to do. My my childhood dream was to draw for Marvel Comics. So that's what but I was before I was a theater kid, which I eventually became. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to move to Manhattan and draw for Marvel. That's what I that's what I wanted. So I very much uh, that resonates with me that that like dream of like, yes, yeah, someday I'm going to be there. I'm going there. Wow. Yeah, get it out. Um it's all right. Um, uh, yeah, this, this, uh, tell us how's, how's this week going for you? And you, you again, let me know how much you want to, you want to talk about your life as, as it is now, but just talk to me about this week. What has this week been like for you, Megan? Um, okay. This week, uh, you know what, this week I just didn't want to leave my apartment. And so I said, you know what? You don't have to. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in. 
most uh-huh. of the time. I looked out the window. I was like, wow, it's beautiful out. But I was really happy with my choices. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are you usually you usually out and about? You're usually a you goer? Not, I, no, not really. But I give <laughs> myself permission, except I did leave last night to go watch uh, the movie True Beverly Hills. Because it was playing in an outdoor uh, theater. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't know, that 90s classic starring Shelley Long, <laughs> get on it. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You got to get on it. Yeah, I got to get on it. Yeah. Holy shit. I am going to hit record on this because I don't think we're playing on the station right now. All right. I don't. Not playing on the station? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was automatic. Usually it is. Oh, I just heard us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Did you hear us? <laughs> I don't know what just happened, but anyway, I have a backup recording. So we only lost one scene in about 10 minutes. And this is recording, but the sound isn't great. That was really worrisome. I don't know what just happened. Um... Anyway, sorry if I was distracted, but I'm going to distract myself again. <laughs> hey, Radio Free Brooklyn is independent listener-supported radio. Thanks for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. Your support keeps us going. Uh, download the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app, which I just used to realize that we are indeed on the air right now. And, uh, yeah, I'll read more of this later. Um, I, Man, I, I can tell you I so relate to having a week where you just don't want to leave the apartment. I, oof. but uh, I'm having the opposite where it's like, I, I'll do anything to leave right now. I can't, I can't sit in one space. I can't, I don't want to talk about what's going on, but uh, I, I, sometimes you got to leave. Sometimes you got to stay. Oh, that's just, and you, you gotta, you just gotta wake up and you gotta follow. You gotta follow that path. And that doesn't make sense to anybody until you almost die in a fire, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then once that happens and you're just like, no, you know what? I'm alive today. And if I want to stay home or if I want to leave the house, that's what I'm going to do. Just taking it. Yeah. That's your, how far removed? Cause I remember reading about the fire that burned your permit down. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's not habitable. How long was this? A month ago? July first. July first. So this is Boom, awesome. Right, <laughs> we're ago. right into it. Ah, oh, summer has just begun. Oh, I've been shit. to the beach twice. Life is feeling good. God, I went for walks that week too, wow. leading up to it around Brooklyn. <laughs> just being thankful that like I'm uh, living where I'm living, but also seeing like the changes in the like the neighborhoods because I went for like a, an hour walk. So I went through like so many different neighborhoods and I was like, oh, there's so much beauty to like, like seeing like the changes happening, like natural, Mm -hmm. naturally. It was, oh, what a, what a wonderful week. You know, I even like, I did touch ups in the, in the uh, apartment too. Oh no. the, The trim. Oh, this apartment was looking so good. I cleaned so, I cleaned so much. My roommate was in California. And so I was like. Perfect. I can do a deep clean. So I go through the cabinets and I get all the expired food out. Not just my stuff, but her stuff did that in the fridge too. There was no expired food in that fr- in that uh, apartment. I'll tell you that. 
probably cooked, fresh food that cooked well. Yeah, got got burnt up. Yeah, flambéed. Uh, the ways that I can relate to this are <laughs> metaphorically or, or yeah, literally metaphorically. <laughs> just, just feeling positive and happy about life, and then just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just pure calamity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it feels like it feels like I don't know. It feels like you two are on are on a, a brand new chapter. You guys are <laughs> you guys are uh, are uh, are like you know brand like you know at, at a transition a changing point. But it's against. <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm sure for you the same. It's against my will. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't want to be on a new chapter. I didn't. The last ch- I was, it was a good chapter I was on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't want that chapter to end either. You know, it's like, okay, so so more details about the fire. Yes. So so I did make it, um, but my cats did not. So I lost my two cats. How long have you had them? Almost five years. It was gonna be five years in October. Oh they were oh, from God, little tiny- babies from kittens? tiny little babes uh one of them was uh just almost six and the other one was eight you know that was that's a bummer because you know what the thing is is that you can kind of get over the almost dying in a fire part like so much faster so much faster than the the cats dying in a fire you're like Mm. that i can't yeah that one's hard and really it's like okay well i'm alive yeah yeah. Perspective. How yeah. fun. Isn't life so fun? The universe is always putting tests in front of you. <laughs> and then you get to take them. Oh, I love exams. The thing is, I'm so often so annoyingly about platitudes and <laughs> positive and look on the bright side. Yeah. And and like we're gonna make it, we're gonna do it. Yes. Stand strong, stand firm. And I am t- <laughs> I, I can barely hold up my own weight right now. I have a I so I have an album coming out um probably October, I don't know the date yet. Wow, but it's, beautiful. It's called Finding the Positive. Oh, right? wow. like my whole thing is like trying to find the positive and the negative because it's always there and yeah. it's like this is the only way we're going to get through because we've already gone through so much. Yeah. <laughs> I do talk about fire safety in it as well. Thank God. (laughs) August. This is a summer of irony. Why all this irony? Why? (laughs) No. Uh, Yeah, it's just it's just too too much going on. Well, I want to know: Have you had uh, just for yourself any small or big? Because I know earlier we were talking. You said you're doing. Little bit of journaling. Any epiphanies that have come to you? Any 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 wisdom that has occurred to you or something good somebody said to you that was helpful? Um you know what? I think I'm still processing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a fair place to be. There's a lot to process. (laughs) Yeah. I'm laughing just because that's all I can do at this Uh, point. It's just like holy smokes. (laughs) Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine Yeah, how you must be take and 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 where is has there been any comedy for you in the last couple months? Have um, you gone 
I, you know, I went a little quiet in July. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, actually, maybe being on stage isn't a good idea right now. Yeah. Because I went to a Sephora, um, right? Like, right after everything happened. Because I was like, I got to replace something. So wow. I was like, Sephora is a nice place place that usually that sounds makes very happy, practical that right? sounds scarily practical yeah well yeah. i went in there and the um sweet 23 year old uh who i've definitely have scarred before i scarred her again because she asked me she was like is there anything i can help you with today and i was like i don't even know where to start and then started crying and then oh my she god. was like oh god and i was like oh god and i was like let me get out of here <laughs> so what i gotta say is that online shopping um, it exists for a reason. Wow. So if you can't go to Sephora, you should not get on stage and do stand-up. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's I, my new litmus test. Ma'am, you've been... Um, I, it's just, uh, we're closing. It's just that we're closing now. So, you know, we've enjoyed having you for the last four hours. You've just been standing in one spot, kind of shifting your weight but now we're closing um my my grandma is standing right here her her spirit is right here over over in the blush in the laura mercier section right right over in the blush section that I, I just closed that i just closed the cabinet that, on that that section is closed down oh my That's grandma's, one of the first my grandma's spirit is there R- right we well, okay. Well, maybe should we there tomorrow? Yeah, her spirit will be fine because we we lock the place. We lock it tight, and nothing can get. It's like a one of those roll down, um, like it's a digital mechanical gate. So yeah, your, your grandmother's spirit it is rolls down. Welcome. You, I, I, I'm sorry, but you can't stay. So if you. She's been saying it's unsettling. Uh, unsettling. Your yeah. grandmother? Yes. Her spirit. Her spirit. Has been the, the it's, blush? It's, my, it's, it's her spirit, but it's still my grandma. If, and she just happens to be in the blush section. Maybe tomorrow we can she give blush? her a makeover. Her spirit. If only. Gosh. You guys have a lot of great souls. There'll be a new sale tomorrow on, well, it's on blush. There's a sale on blush tomorrow that starts. So your grandmother will be very early if she stays. Could it wait till 9.30 a.m. tomorrow? Yeah, we we can't leave you here. Nobody can leave me anywhere. Have you seen these cheekbones? Look at them. Look at them. They're bare. They need blush. Your your grandmother's spirit is telling us that you should probably just try the CVS cosmetics. Yeah. They're yeah, open late. Yeah, they're we're getting we're we're sort of getting a vibe from grandma. That CVS is the place to go. CVS or Rite Aid or possibly make an online purchase of blush. If this is true, tell me something that only my grandma would know. You've been wearing those same pajamas for days. Oh, 
Grandma. What was it? Rite Aid? CVS? Both down the street. Dwayne yeah, Reed? Yeah. There's a Dwayne Reed. That's a, that's a little bit further down the street, but that's, that one's open, too. Genevieve's? Never heard of Genevieve's. Maybe grandma. your grandmother. That might sound yeah, like I think that, yeah, this sounds like grandma talk. Yeah. Woolworths is also another one from that era. Woolworths. Woolworths. Yeah. Woolworths. Yeah. We have to close the Sephora. All right. I shall find Woolworths. She whispered in my ear. Oh my god! Oh, scene, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> um, gosh, so much, so much bleakness, so much uh, sadness. This is a. I wonder if uh, this is a wave in the city that a lot of people are having a sad summer, or or, we're, or maybe we're just. Everything's happening to everyone, right? Now. Everything's happening <laughs> to everyone. Holy shit. <laughs> Everything's happening to everyone. Yeah. Ugh. Buckle up. <laughs> Why? Why is it like this right now? Why isn't <laughs> that could be a positive that I mean <laughs> Yeah, maybe good things are happening. Yeah. But I'm not seeing them. Golly. <laughs> I had so many people all my life be like, Ralph, everything sucks. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I have a marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel that everything sucks. I, you know, I, it, it's just, I can understand when you cannot have a, positive perspective because things are dark in a moment do you so you you're normally like a very you feel like a very positive person and up yeah i would say uh, now okay a lot of people are going to argue with me on this one i would say that my positive uh spin is is something new that happened during the pandemic okay um yeah you know what i had been doing the work <laughs> leading up to this drama even like Probably a month beforehand, I was journaling and I was remember thinking, wow, you know, bad things are still going to happen, but now I'm going to be more prepared. Mm -hmm. and let me tell you, I don't want to know how I would have been handling this if I hadn't been doing stuff beforehand. Yeah. You want to so, pull the uh, mic a little bit closer? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, oh, that's so, good. To, but yeah. I also do realize that everything sucks, you know, and I thought that beforehand, too, mm. um, because everyone sucks. Like we all we all suck. I suck. You guys suck. But yeah. like we're also like the greatest people to other people. But other people are like, wow, they're the worst. So we can all just try to do our best. Um, I don't know. I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Maybe a little too much sometimes. Because people aren't just assholes. There's a reason. Yeah. Even yeah. someone who's an asshole, some they're kind to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you find out who they're like, what makes that person kind, that's kind of like a big fun reveal. Because yeah. you're like, that's how you get to like find out who that person is. There's, there's good in most people. Okay. Some people we can all agree are just the absolute worst and you can't fix them. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they're usually on a list. <laughs> yeah, 
I really, I do feel, for me, I don't have trouble, I think, believing that there's good people or that there's good in people. I don't have trouble believing that. I think, um, actually, I don't believe in good people. I don't think there's such a thing as a good person. This is one of the those bleak thoughts that I would put on <laughs> Twitter that shouldn't yeah. go on there. It's It's too... It's it's too. <laughs> That's not something the Dalai Lama would say. Well, there are no good people. I well, the thing is, it's <laughs> for me. That's not a. It's not a pessimistic point of view. I just think it's not a binary. It's not, nobody is just intrinsically good or intrinsically bad. You're just making a choice at every moment. Mm-hmm. Am I going to do a kind thing or am I going to do a selfish thing? And you're just always making that choice. Yeah. So everybody's just making that choice. I don't. I don't know that I believe that anyone is just good and uh, even like those selfish choices that p- sometimes people are making sometimes they're it seems like it's selfish but there is reasoning behind it you absolutely. know it's just like there's mm-hmm. just so many layers it's not just one it i believe it but i but i have to continually rebelieve that everyone is doing their best yeah. everyone is doing what they think their best option is at that moment to be alive like they're 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 responding to whatever pressure that they feel um i I, yeah i really i really believe that and i can have empathy for people in that way and understand people in that way and again like you said i'm i'm shitty too very often so i don't have any room to like judge anybody on anything be like oh this person's a I don't know. I feel like I, I also get in a soapbox about this. I'm down with anybody else's perspective on this. I I don't I don't want to uh, enforce my own perspective. Uh, I, I I that's that's the way I I see it. Um, yeah. Uh, God, I think you were telling us. This is the part that really wrecks me and blows my mind. You said your cat woke you up? Yeah, I was sleeping. I was sleeping. So she came uh, 5.55 into my room and, like, like slammed into the door and, like, hit me and my other cat to wake us up. Um, yeah. And as, as I was, like, opening my eyes, the smoke was, like, coming in the room and, like, seeping in. Oh, um, so, she, yeah. So she gave me uh, – she bought me – just enough time to let the fire department know that I was in my apartment to uh, to get the, the the fan out of the window, and I had to like oh, even I had shit. to yeah I had to put my head out the window, wave my arms, and then tell myself, oh, you also have to yell help. Wow, I, yeah. you know, you're just like uh, what? Well, because it was like for a moment. I even when I first woke up, I closed my eyes for a second, and then I like opened them back up, and I was like, not a dream. Holy shit. Mm, you gotta get up because I'm a deep sleeper too. I'm yeah. a very heavy sleeper. I'm also wow. a sleepwalker. I can get like uh, really deep into my dreams too. Where like when sometimes when I wake up, I have to be like, okay, did you walk around um, like acting out parts of the dream? So that was a moment where I was like, nope, not dream world. Go. This yeah, I relate to too much <laughs> of what. Of what you're saying, yeah, that, that, uh, well, you had the opposite thing, which was like, 
Well, no, the same thing where you're like, oh, this would be better if it was just a dream. I'm dreaming it and then I'm out. And then just realizing, no, you're not going to wake up from anything. This yeah. is it. You are touched bottom. This is all that there is. There's nothing under this. So then by 5.57, that was down on the ground. And then at 6 o'clock, my alarm went off to wake up. So if she didn't wake me up, but then that five minutes, no. Really? It, 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 yeah. It, everything had consumed. Yeah. I mean, 14 firemen on site had to be taken to the hospital to be checked up on. Like, uh-huh. none of, uh, they, they were all fine. They were, uh, but yeah. Were you hurt in any way? Uh, no, they they took us to check on our carbon monoxide levels, um, and then once they felt comfortable <laughs> enough to let us go, they were like, "Okay, you're good." But it was just like, uh, I guess we still have it in us. Now we're fine, but yeah. Wow. And barefoot. I didn't have any shoes. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And then because I had just woken up, I also I had my retainer in, so I had a little bit of a lisp going on too. Uh-oh. But because I couldn't take the retainer out, because where was I going to put it? Yeah. <laughs> God. So, man, even that I didn't realize. So you lost everything you own. Well, I was able to go in to to get whatever I could. So I got like notebooks out. I got my like like photos um, and some clothes and stuff. So I was able to get some things. Did you have life, like, but like no license, birth certificate? I got all the documents because I already knew. Here's the thing. I'm a very organized person. Thank yeah. God, because I knew I knew where pretty much all the important stuff was. Mm-hmm. And like the stuff that's still in the apartment that I'm never going to get, get out. I know what it is that I didn't get out. You know, there's um, yeah. no question on that. I mean, one of the things that I got on the first first run, because they don't tell you if you're going to get in again. So you're just like, I guess I'll grab whatever I can. Uh, I grabbed a hammock. Mm. That was one of the things on the first run. I was like, well, I guess I'll always have a bed. <laughs> wow. God, damn. It can fit two people. It's a good hammock. Yeah. 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 Why don't you get on in here? It's nice. It's nice to just lay in the climb. Nice hammock. I want to get in. All right. Oh, yeah. If you, I'm just gonna hop in right here. You just flip on. Just a friend. This is this is just a friendship lay. Okay. Just both lay. Side You're not by gonna side. get out. Hmm. You're not getting out. You want? Would you like me to get out so you can get into the hammock and enjoy it? I can. I can enjoy you enjoying it from the side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you could just get out for maybe for just so I can enjoy it solo for a second. And then, and then after a few moments, I could also get in and we could both do a side by side, just enjoying the afternoon in the hammock. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's hard to get out of this hammock. That's the thing. It's, it's comfortable. It feels nice, but man, getting out of it is a, it's, it's an obstacle course. It's, it's a Nickelodeon children's game show obstacle course. All right, hold on. Why would you ever want to get out of the hammock? Oh my God! I've a... been in here since 1992. All right, this is the this is the oh, hammock. Oh, oh, wait a minute! There's another person in there. Oh, this... I'm not a person, but you're funny. It's a sprite. There's a sprite that lives in this hammock. It's a spirit of the hammock. Oh, it's the spirit of the hammock. Yeah, it's spirit of relaxation and just good good vibes. Come on 
man. We're just all laying around here. Excuse its jagged teeth. Sprite will not hurt you. It's just its nature. Well, listen, I have I I just want to enjoy the hammock by myself for a moment. Uh, Sprite, is there a possibility? Could you give me a, uh, some space? Well, I could leave, but then you got to get rid of everybody else. There's uh, there's uh, you're saying there's more there's a, a society All in right. the hammock? Uh, there's there- a whole group of us in here. There's a society of about 70,000 sprites. Much smaller than this sprite. So they don't take up much space. Well, I'm a big man. I don't I don't want to disrupt disrupt the tiny society. We'll be fine. There's plenty of room down by the jacuzzi. They, when you get in, they'll tickle your feet. And then, yeah, when you get in with the sprites... If you get in good with them, they'll they'll let you get in the jacuzzi, and then there's a there's a luge, and then there's also a, a manicure pedicure. This is a great hammock. All right, well, all right, I'll 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 sit. I'll take a seat. I'll dip in the hammock. Yeah. Well, also, I have to warn you. The reason I haven't gotten out yet is because if anybody tries to get out of the hammock. Legions of hammock sprites wage a war where they just throw thousands of harpoons, tiny, tiny harpoons at your back and try to catch you in a net and pull you in and say, oh, but hold on. Wait a minute. It can't hurt you. You're much larger. This doesn't sound like a relaxing time. This sounds like you're uh, trapped. That's funny. Murder is just in the way we do business around here. It lives in our hearts. Try as they, they'll try to murder you. They couldn't possibly. They're not strong enough. They're not corporeal enough. They don't have enough substance. You'll, it'll feel like a few hundred mosquitoes stinging you. All right. Winky, wink, wink, wink. I don't know. I think my family is going to call me soon. They, they're, they're hanging out by the pool. I should probably go back to them. Wait, wait. Don't, don't, don't. I really want you to try. Ah, that's an electric. Sh- that was a, okay. That's new. I never. There's electrical shock. Okay, I never felt that before. <laughs> Hammock sprite, you're crazy. Ha ha ha! See. Hammock sprite. Hammock yeah. sprite. <laughs> um, very wonderful. Um, you know, hammocks are really fun. To take to the park, but let me tell you, people just that they want to start conversations with you. Really? As soon as you like are setting it up, they'll be like, Oh, hammock, huh? You're like, <laughs> you know it's a hammock. You know it's a hammock. Ask your <laughs> questions right now because once I get into this hammock, I don't want to be talking to you. I talked to a guy for over an hour and a half one time because I was like, I just have to give up. He's telling me his life story. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. you're conf- you're now in a in a it's in really a nice. you're settled in. <laughs> He knows he you're nice not guy. going anywhere. Yeah, he got me for my whole break that I was going to be there. I had my club soda. I was going to read, but nope. And then I got his life story. He follows me on Instagram now. Nice wow. guy. Wow. <laughs> he might be listening to this. Maybe. He could be. Yeah. Wow. Um. Dude, so were you, he caught you while you were setting up? Yeah. Yeah. So you got all the way into the hammock and he was still talking to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then he did one of the... uh 
nobody ever wants to talk to me kind of things. And oh. I was like, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to be that person. <laughs> I'm going to be that person that listens to you today. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice move he's got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener supported radio. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash newsletter. Um, I, have, I think I've only been in one or two hammocks in my life. I don't know if I'm a hammock person. And, and I don't know if this is related, but I also can't float. What does that mean? Oh, you can't float in the pool. In okay. The pool, yeah. yeah. I think, you know who David Goggins is? Do you know David Goggins? Yeah, yeah. I oh. know David Goggins. We talked about him before. Okay. David Goggins, he's a regular. This All this makes me look uh, uh, not favorable. But he's a regular on Joe Rogan podcast, and he's a dude who won a pull-up record. And uh, he basically does a lot of videos. Where he has one out today. And these are funny, but I also completely love him and, and find him inspiring. He's running. He's like, a lot of motherfuckers want to talk about how they got a dream of getting in shape. But they're like, Goggins, I just can't get my ass up to do it. And I think, and I think, you know what? It might be because you're a bitch. Stop being a bitch and get out there. Stay hard. <laughs> that's, that's his, <laughs> that's what all his messages are. He's doing push-ups. A lot of people tell me, Goggins, how do I do as many push-ups as you? I say, just start, motherfucker. Today's the day. Stay hard. It's all, it's all those. And he's just this, he's just a black dude who's in incredible shape. And he's not like bro-y. He's very, he's very like empathetic and really, he's a little psychotic with how much he's really, he's just trying to motivate people. Truly. He's, yeah. He really has. He was a, he's an ex-military guy, Ex-military. Right? Yeah. If, if nothing so else I can say about him, he's very gruff. He's very Joe Rogany, but he doesn't have any ego. It's not vanity. It's very much he has an insane Punisher like mission to try to help people <laughs> against their will. I love him. I love him so much. <laughs> I just really love that he yells at people, stay hard. Um anyway. That's the end of my rant. Why did I start? Yeah, that? I was trying to. I was trying to figure I, out. I was waiting for the connection to come back, but I was like, no, he's just so into it, right? Oh, <laughs> this is why. Yeah. This is why because uh, he was talking about how in the military, uh, most human beings can float. Oh yeah, you can't float, but he yeah, can't yeah. because. A lot of black people have like more muscle mass or denser bones. I remember, denser, it. Yeah. I remember hearing this. I don't know if it's bones or, mu- but like some people just don't float. So, yeah. in, I think he was a Navy SEAL or something. But yeah, Marine, something where you have to be in the water a lot. They do a lot of like, they force you underwater and like only give you like moments of air as training. And like, you know, most people who can float, they can, it's torturous for them. But if you naturally sink, it's like you're working twice as hard. So you should be in the Marines. No. Or the Navy SEALs. I should never be near water. I just, I love the water, but I don't. All my life, people are like, it's easy. You can float. And, you know, maybe I can. Maybe I've just been doing it wrong my whole life. Mm-hmm. But this butt. We've seen this thing. When as soon as I, it's like I just, I just, I just do a V. I can't so, dive. Why is that? 
I don't know. I just can't. They've been trying to teach me for years. I don't. It's just I'll belly flop. Wow. Every time. Is it that you don't trust? You know what? I'm 38. I I, I don't think. <laughs> I think it's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with it. You yeah. know, it's it's not taking away, but it's just the thing. <sighs> that's that's uh, what another theme. But that that's another uh, tough one. Is just that. What are the things? We're the same age. You're a year older than me, I think. Maybe or however many months. What are the things that you at this age go? This is just how I am. And what are the things that you go? You know what? I could. The next forty years of my life could be very different. I could. I could turn this around. I could turn this. I could change this. That's what I'm really wrestling with right now. I've been one way. My whole life, can I turn this around now? Uh, it's scary. It's uh, and maybe, maybe the answer is probably some things yes, some things no. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I, I think I would also say that I'm in a different different position right now um, because you know I love that I'm about to I laugh every time I'm about to say it, but when you almost die in a fire. Then you know you can change. Mm. There are things that, like, you know what? I might have been a little bit more OCD about, and I'm just like, I just sometimes life just changes for you, and you just have to accept and, and continue on. How good are you at that? I've gotten really good. Mm. <laughs> I haven't been screaming or yelling at strangers, so that's good. Usually, that's no. A- I just think like in these times, people just tell you you're gonna be like taking it out on like loved ones and like maybe like getting upset for no reason. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Also, you have the good name of Long Island to protect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, I can't do them wrong at this point. Yeah. We have too much that we already have to like defend ourselves on. We've all been in a fire. <sighs> Look at this place. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's very. Uh, it's very admirable. It is. I, I have. I have. Uh, I just feel like there's a lot of platitudes of like, you know, you want somebody to talk to or stages of grief and all that, that I feel like I did not understand uh until very recently. And I, I wonder, did you, do you feel like you went through any of that? Did you try to, you, you went through a moment of like, this must be a dream well, or maybe this is a dream. Well, I mean, one of the first things that I said when, uh, when I was coming out of like the initial shock of everything, what I looked at my friend, and I was like, I, I must've opened a portal with my mind. And he was like, you didn't open a portal. I was like, no, that's the only way. To explain all of this, I must have opened a portal because I've been so positive lately. And then I had salt bowls in all of the room to take out the negative. So there must have been a reaction with the positive and the negative. And that had to have just opened a portal. That's the only way that I can explain any of that. Yeah, like the positive negative charge. You just had too much positive. There was way too much. (laughs) I was was just doing too well. <laughs> you, and uh, but it is interesting that you said before that you like wow it sort of is like you were preparing without knowing 
for this situation? You'd already started, what you said, you started journaling. You already started making an effort to be more positive. You have an, a, a comedy album coming out called Finding the Positive. Finding the Positive. <laughs> and then literally everything you have went up in flames. Literally the worst thing that could ever happen. Happened. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that like, so my parents, they, um, I love them. And you know what? They, they really did prepare us in a way that they didn't realize because they, they kind of were preparing us for everything that, that wasn't happening. Um, that kind of has happened during the pandemic. Like they, like going into this, I was like, huh, weirdly I'm prepared. And this is usually where people are like, can you explain? And I'm like, I can't. It's just that when a situation happens, I'm like, oh, I'm prepared for this for some reason. So I guess we're always setting ourselves up just in case. Man, I really, uh, yeah. It's like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So I went back to the past, but I left the keys. So then later when I lost my keys, I can find them. Because I'm like, wait a minute, Meg from the future is going to help Meg from the past. Or it's past Meg helping future Meg. I'm not really sure which way this machine is going. <laughs> when you were finally, was it carried down by the fireman's arm that carried you down? When you got to the ground, were you like, whoa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wish it was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> that was crazy. Now I had to go to the cop and I was like, uh, can I use a bathroom? Because I just woke up. Mm. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? You go to the bathroom. First thing yeah. you do is climb out of a window. Yeah, yeah. that's the first thing when you. Yep, make sure that's yeah. that's that's how you start every day. <laughs> you yell out help. Yeah. <laughs> someone comes get you. That way, you know that you're vocal, so yeah. prepared, and ready to go. What if that's how you had to start every day? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Every morning you wake up, I feel like I'd be, I'd be happier if that, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I feel cared for if I, if someone had to, I had to scream help and someone had to come get me every Wow. I guess if you start off with trauma, you can go (laughs) go up from there. (laughs) So every day it's just like, oh, but everybody's is like a different scenario. Like one person could have like, they have this horrible fear of clowns. So like every morning it's a clown just being like, ah, you're just like, come, this is the worst. And you're like, no, just kidding. The clown's not going to get you. And then you're just like, well, okay, I guess I'm alive. That was horrible. (laughs) But I like it if it was uh, Blinky, I think is, or Binky um, from Garfield and Friends. Is is that a, is is that, is that anybody resonating with anybody? I I know that (laughs) reference a little bit. I think Xavier I know Garfield. He's like, hey, you guys. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, he's the worst. I'm not doing him justice, uh, but he's really annoying. The idea of just waking up frantically every morning. I mean, (laughs) God, it means at what point do you stop? Because all I can think is I would just dread going to sleep every night. Um, goodness, that, that's a terrible thought to put into the world. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I really don't. Oh, I want to talk about this. So you, you, you used to work just at Pioneers or at the 
at the People's Improv Theater? Uh, I work, well, I guess I picked up, I would help out every so often, but more, I was Pioneers. Pioneers. Yeah. And you worked there 2012. Uh, 2013. 2013. Yeah, so started we started the exact same time, I think. Okay. Maybe not the same month, but that's the year I was there. Because you, you were over at the pit. Uh, I was at Pioneers a little bit. I think we worked together a few shifts. Oh, yeah, you were daytime. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I cleaned the toilets at Pioneers. To this day, when I go in there and I look at the bathrooms, I judge. I'm like, yeah, this guy's not doing it. Yeah, not getting in there. But you also know the everything that that building's been through, and you're like, you're doing your best. They're doing their best. Absolutely, yeah. I really um because everybody has a fun time. Fun 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 time. Especially these days they're <laughs> out there wild and and so for you was it did you do like a just a walk away from improv like f- to go into stand up or were you always doing both at the same time? Um you know I started with improv because I I always wanted to do stand up that was always the goal but I had a horrible stage fright. Um like my all my my in my whole life. And then so then I worked in Disney World for a little bit. And then I had to talk in front of like strangers. I was like, oh, talking in front of strangers is no problem. It's when I know people, you know, that's when I would be like, because it's like when you're younger and you're in school and all that. And just I don't know when you know somebody, it made me nervous. So then I took improv and went that uh, route to get comfortable on stage. And then uh, then I went from there. Wow. Was it a clean, sharp break? Like, okay, improv's done. I'm going to stand up. Or did they overlap a lot? Uh, Well, I mean, I still use it. I mean, improv is a tool. Mm -hmm. And so I definitely, um, I utilize everything that I've learned. Yeah, yeah. Because I also did sketch comedy. Yeah. So that was more, I was more sketch stand-up. What do you think it is that, is it just being a theater kid? Or what do you think it is that draws you to, because you must be, you must be, what close to 10 years in stand-up now yeah yeah 10 years this year wow this year yeah. so i did an album right because yeah. you get to the 10 year and you're like oh no i gotta show my work yeah <laughs> and so you name it finding the positive everybody's gonna know how positive <laughs> i am <laughs> oh man and then uh anyway yeah so we've already covered that but uh, so yeah, ten years in. What do you think drew you, and what do you think holds you to it at this point? Oh man, I mean, if, when I was a kid, I just always uh, the power of comedy and how it could just change everybody's moods. You know, like like people could be in a bad mood, and uh, I was always making up songs or like stories or stuff, but my brothers paid attention to it. And so if there was like a maybe a moment in the family where people were fighting, they would be like, hey, Meg, tell us that story you were saying earlier. And, really? And since I was just like the little kid, I'd be like, oh, they want to hear my story? You're so the youngest? I, yeah. So then I would uh, go on the tail and you know what? Then people would be happy. So it's like I got to see that firsthand. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Wow. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I feel like I feel like that's a pretty... Like archetypal comedian story, like oh, you're the one that made lighter when when there was broke the tension. Yeah, did you have that as well, Xavier? Were you a tension breaker? A tension breaker? Yeah. Um. Mm, no, no, I kind of i i i created a lot of tension. What? <laughs> wow. <Well, I'm so. laughs> By just being very, I was being a very pensive youth. So I think 
I think that I I think in a way, yeah. I think it's a, a culmination of uh of 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 trying to uh seek out that uh that tension breaking that I didn't do when I, when I was a kid. Unknot unfurrow your brow. I don't, I don't like Terminator. I don't like the Terminator. All right, we don't we don't have to watch it, Quentin. Please, you're only three years old. You, you you seem like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. We don't have to watch. Do you want to watch T two Judgment Day? No, no, I don't want to see that either. But T two just has a, a better outcome. You know, it's so just more positive. Sure, it's it's destruction, but it's good destruction. The world is saved. It's it, it's uh it's he's he's still wearing the glasses he's still wearing a leather jacket I don't I don't I don't want it. Well, he's gotta he's gotta protect those eyes of his from that sun. It's a, it's a it's a he's a robot he doesn't need to protect his eyes. But in human form, maybe yeah. we do need to start with the first one because we we really need to cover. We really need you to understand the story, but you just are so. Against it, at four years old, you have so many opinions, and you, you just, you're worrying me, son. You're worrying me with how pensive and in thought you always are. I don't, and I don't want you to talk to me anymore about child soldiers. This is just, it's an adult problem. Your problems are sand in your shoes. And you ate Play-Doh. Those are your problems. I'm a, I'm a, I'm also a child, and they they're they're not living the same life as we are. They're out. They're ex- extreming. They're experiencing extreme violence. Please stop rubbing your hands together like that. That's it's so nervous and so angst-ridden. I've been talking to my I've been talking to my friends about about moths. Just don't know anymore. I, I mean, I, we could put on Terminator Three. Your mother and I wanted a sunny child, a child who laughs. I ordered a sunny child from the doctor. I said, "Make this one sunny." Why do you take me to the doctor? Well, we had to take you to the doctor to get you out. I, I didn't like it. Nobody does. <laughs> you, you have to come out of your mother's womb. You have to be born. You have to live. You have to grow. You have to encounter the world. You have to watch both Terminators in order. It's sequential order. It's what we do. You know, some would say that you are John Connors. You know, it's like the way that you talk about these child soldiers. Uh, it's I, I don't think we can deny him his future anymore. I mean, he will be the one to save us. He needs to know. Son. You've accepted an incredible burden on your shoulders at only four years old. You're the savior of mankind. It's a it's a lot. It's already a movie. I don't I'm <laughs> The reason we keep trying to show it to you is because it's it's gonna come to pass. I don't know what more I can say about it, son. Your grilled cheese is getting cold. You should eat it. This is this is fucked up. Wait, what? Son. Yeah, that's right. I said it. And I'm a, I, 
I, I will not save the world. You know, one day that you think you just have a child that's going to be the one to save everybody. Uh, and then the next day, they're just telling you that you were the worst and they're throwing grilled cheese on the floor. The dentist, the dentist sucks. Oh, yeah, that's true. Son, please, I know it's hard to accept, but your mother and I we just tried to break it to you as gently as we could that you're just, you're the one. You're the chosen one. All right, you want, you want me to be sunny? All right, sure, I'll try to be sunny. I'll, you want me to eat this grilled cheese? Yum, yum, yum. It's so yummy. Yum. He was mocking us. <laughs> the future is fucked. Mm, yummy grilled cheese. Mm, I, I eat it up, yeah. Son, come back. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go Try to learn how to do a backflip. <laughs> okay, see. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, all right. So uh, we're, we're coming down to the last last moments here. Um, what is the affirmation? What is it a positive affirmation that you were big on, uh, Megan, before, in the before times? Let's say before. How positive were you pre- 2016, where were you positive? Oh, okay. Before Trump. Me. Oh, before Trump? Oh, BT. Man. God, you know, everything that I was worried about did happen. So, not, I don't know. You know, it, it's, it, these are different people. Um, before Trump, you know what? I was very hopeful. Once he got elected, then I realized that we were switching gears and we were just having to be on. On the ready. <laughs> yes. Mm. Um, that's crazy because nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I would say I had a, I had a post-it of a, a quote from Sheila E. Um, that is, fail forward and move on. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Sheila E. She, she wants to lead the glamorous life. She is doing pretty great. I haven't, I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, I think I heard her on a podcast recently. You know Sheila E? <clears throat> no. She was part of the Prince Coterie. She was a drummer. Badass drummer. Yeah. Badass drummer. She had that song. She wants to lead the glamorous life. Um, all right. How do people find you, uh, Megan, real quick? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Megs O'Mouse. At Megs O'Mals. Uh, I'm not going to ask you right now if you have any shows coming up, but in the future you will. Yeah. Yep, and you'll yep. have a lot to talk about. Hopefully it'll still be positive with some perspective. Um, Xavier, you got anything you want to shout out or any, any uh, shows coming up? Anything you want to say real fast? Um, no, I'm good. All right. <laughs> well, this has been No Suggestion. Thank you guys for 